Hey, you guys. Hope everybody's doing good. It's a Saturday morning. Um, I'm, well, it's kind of Saturday afternoon. I'm racing in Down Royal in two and a half hours. Um, I'm just about to go. I need to go and collect some brake discs um, just because I've got, I really should have done this yesterday, but um, I've got a bit of driving to do Sunday and Monday. So um, it's better to get these today. The place I'm collecting them from doesn't open on a on a Sunday, so I I, I cannot do it tomorrow. So pretty much leaves today. Um, but yeah, no, like I said, this is race day. Um, pretty cool opportunity, I suppose you could say. Um, I it. it it's a really interesting one because I think if I spoke to you guys on the podcast about this, um, it had been, it was supposed to be two weeks ago. It was set up by Championship Ireland, you know, a guy called Glenn, Glenn Grant, and he helps, um, he basically helps with all the chip timing, um, a lot of events in Northern Ireland, and I would imagine um, a fair few um, in Southern Ireland. And so this was set up as an opportunity for guys to, at first, and, and this is what I'm going to go on to explain. At first, this was set up to be an opportunity for guys to, um, it wasn't, two weeks ago, it wasn't allowed to be called a race. Um, two weeks ago, this was a glorified time trial where, You'd be given an opportunity, a marked course, um, et cetera, et cetera, and you'd be given an opportunity to test where, you know, fitness is at. When when I spoke to Glenn and I spoke to um, Jackie from Athletics Northern Ireland, this was set up as, um, you know, an opportunity to see where my fitness was at and then also an opportunity to see where some of the other guys' fitness was at. Um, and it wasn't – sorry – I'm going to take that back. It was not necessarily set up to see where my fitness was at. It was set up as an opportunity to potentially help a few guys see where their fitness was at. And, you know, if in, if in training, um, I've been running some fast enough times, like, um, you know, I ran, um, 29, 23 was it for 10K, I believe. Um, I ran arguably 29.35, I think, the week before. You know, I think I, I averaged 4.45 one week, and then I averaged um, 4.43 or 4.42 the next. I've also averaged 4.46, I think, a couple of weeks before that or, or the week before that. Um, I'm not really sure. You know, I also did a 5K um, not two weeks ago there on the same day that – the event was supposed to take place, and I believe I was around 1422, um, maybe, or, or something like that. Um, <clears throat> these were never, these were never um, all-out efforts, but but they were certainly not easy. Um, you know, it it very much depended on the day, um, how hard I pushed, or you know, there was always like. I mean, I'm going to say there was always an excuse, but it wasn't an excuse. Like when I was doing, when I ran 29.20, you know, I ran the first six miles, for example, at a at a sort of heart rate that I'm supposed to for threshold type running. And then probably, or maybe the first five mile and then probably in the last mile or so, 
you know, I probably cranked it a little bit. Um, you know, with the 5K, for example, like I was, that was the first night that the pubs were allowed open and I was out and, and there was Guinness and, and, you know, not great food. And um, so there was always these little, today's the first time that you could probably say for at least the last 10 days, it's been, it's been clear in my mind that we are, you know, racing a 10K. So that means um, I've, I've been, I've played, paid closer attention to diet. That means I've tried to clear my schedule a little bit, even though I had a few commitments um, driving and things like that. I, I had to go and tour little bits of Ireland and, and that's a story for another day, but um, we will get to that. Um, but yeah, look, so this is the first time that you could probably say I've taken like whether it's it is a race. This is the difference. Right. So two weeks ago, this was a glorified time trial. It was set up that um, I, I'm pretty certain it was set up in a in a loose conversation that like myself would run around 30 minutes. I would probably do it because it was not a race, because there was never any results or anything like that, I was going to do it purely as like a, a training run. And, you know, at that stage, I didn't even know if I would run the 10K. I might have just done five miles, six miles. And this is two weeks ago. Now, two things have happened in the last two weeks. It's became a race. Now it's a, now it's an official race. There's a result at the end of it. Um, you'll get a recorded result. And two... I've got a bit fitter. <laughs> so between getting a little bit fitter, the fact that it, it now is a recorded race, it's it's very difficult for me to target it or look at it any other way. You know, this is an opportunity for everybody, and that now includes myself to test fitness. Um, for me to go and run... 30 minutes or 29.50, you know, all that, te that's telling me something that I already know. I already know a couple of weeks ago there I was capable of running. Well, if I can run 29.20 around Victoria Park, I'm pretty sure I can run 29.50 around Down Royal. Not that I know a lot about the course, um, but I'm, I'm, you know, I'm pretty certain I could. Um, and, and, you know, after you run, it wouldn't tell you anything. You know, you, you could see where your heart rate's at, but heart rate's different on race day. You, you could you could look into it too much. Um, now, when the gun goes, and if you decide to run harder than what you did, you know, or what I did, sorry, you know, personally a couple of weeks ago in Victoria Park, well, then you can learn something. Then you can learn, you know, where you're at, how has training gone, you know, has has lockdown been has it lockdown been effective? Your training, um, do you do you need to train more? Are you unfit? You know, you can learn something. Um, also, when something's called a race, then like, and I don't want to, I, I don't like to talk about myself in third person, but Stephen Scullion fucking races, right? So I, I'm not. When it wasn't a race, it didn't matter. There was never any result, you know. I was happy to basically. I was going to be a pacemaker for could have been a bunch of five or six guys. Um, when the when it changed two weeks later, which is what it is now, you know, I'm I, I'm not a pacemaker. I don't I don't. If you've ever watched me in the national champs 10k, if you've ever watched me race 10ks, 
I don't I don't do all the work for everybody. That that it's a race. It's a race situation. So situations kind of changed a bit. Um, I now have to treat it like it's a race because it is a race. Um, you know, everything you do, everything you do gets judged. So, you know, you, you run around five and a half miles pacing everybody and you, you know, potentially one scenario is in the final mile, you can gap the field a little bit um, and you, you win by five seconds. If it's windy and you've, you've pace make for everybody and you keep them fresh and you've no idea how fresh the athlete is behind you, um, you could get beat. Um, it, you know, it's not, it's not the best way to race would be leading an entire race while the person sits behind you sheltered or, or, oh, I can't go. All things like this. Um, you know, you, you, you have to sort of, you have to make a decision. You're either going to race or you're going to, you're going to time or not time trial. Sorry. You're going to run at a, at a required pace. If I'm paid to pace make, well, then I'm, I'm more than happy to pace make, but that's not the case. I, I've been given bib number one. I've been told it's a race. Steven Scullion races. Now, there's a couple of different ways I might decide to beat the competition on race day. Um, if you, you if you've watched the national champs, you've seen year one. I sat in until two laps to go, and then I won the national champs. I kicked with 800 meters to go, and ran away from everybody. Year two, I went back to national champs. I decided that with eight laps to go, I would put in a pretty hard effort, and I think I ran, you know, a couple of 67 or 68 second laps. I picked the pace up by about two or three seconds a lap. It was enough to hurt the field, drew a gap, won the race. Another way to potentially win a race is to go pretty hard from the start and know that if, if people go with you, know that everybody that goes with you, you'll hypothetically handle it better than they will if you're to win the race. Now, where that can hurt you is if somebody decides not to go with that hot early pace and then they end up beating you later in the race. This, there's, there's lots of different race tactics, but I can tell you, <laughs> I can tell you what race tactic I do not use <laughs> is lead everybody for five and a half mile <laughs> and then see what happens in the last 800 meters. That's, that's not a race tactic that I, um, that I use. Um, so look, today's going to be interesting. Um, you know, I, I am going to give it a, a, a pretty hard lash. Um, I, I was, I was speaking with physio yesterday. I, I had a bit of a hip thing going on. I, I've had a bit of a hip thing going on. And my, my only concern with pushing the pace fairly hard is that because I've been skipping yoga and S and C and things like that, I'm not a hundred percent sure how my body is going to handle it. I kind of know where my fitness is at. Um, I think my fitness is in a really good place. I'm really happy with that. You know, I did, I just did a little bit of, it's not, it's not, it's kind of like a tempo rep, you could call it. I kind of did like a bit of a tempo rep Thursday night. So I'm definitely not going to call it threshold or anything like that, because I know if you tested my lactate, it probably would have been, you know, a little bit higher than threshold, but kind of like a tempo rep. You're not quite you're not quite in race mode yet. You're not quite pushing as hard as you would in a 10K race. 
but you're kind of working a little bit, you know, and, but the heart rate's still in a pretty controlled place and you're not letting it get too high. And, you know, it, it was really solid. I think I was like 440 pace. Um, and, and, you know, it's probably similar weather today to what it was there on Tuesday uh, or Thursday. Sorry. Um, I haven't been putting my training up on Strava. That's not because I'm hiding it. That's just because I've kind of, I've kind of just gone back a little bit like, like, I don't know if you want to call it old school. I, I just don't, some days I don't bring a watch to training. You know, I know that the group are going to be there. I know that Kirky's going to be timing things. I know that he's going to be blowing a whistle. Um, I time everything on the Garmin in previous times, but I don't ever really go back in and look. I just, it gets uploaded and then it's, that's it gone you know i don't ever really so it's not like i need the data for a time like this you know i have the splits you know the reason i wore the garmin on thursday night is because i have a heart rate monitor strapped for the garmin and it was the first time i kind of wanted to keep an eye on what the heart rate was doing but for the previous couple of weeks there in my head it just didn't really matter i just wanted to get stuff done you know i wanted to tick tick off training i wanted to you know get the weeks behind me um etc etc that was that was the only goal the only goal was to just keep ticking off training keep ticking off training keep showing up and last two weeks is the first two weeks where i've showed up to the group session tuesday thursday and saturday and i basically even i know there's no coincidence that now that there's a little bit of a race on the cards and there's an opportunity where you know, I put myself on a start line. People will try to beat me. I will try to beat them. There's no coincidence that that's when all of a sudden I start showing up three times a week. I reduce the quantity of beer and alcohol that I'm drinking, and I try to pull my weight down a little bit, um, which actually wasn't too bad. I weighed in today, um, and I weighed in about 70.5 kg, which is about 155 pounds. Um, I tend to race about 150 to 152. I'm, I'm happy with that. That, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Absolutely nothing wrong with that at all. Um, hey guys, so, um, continuing on. Sorry, I got my new brake discs. I haven't got them fitted yet, so my car's screeching. Um, oh, it's screeching pretty bad. Um, yeah, I got the new brake discs, and I've just been to Down Royal, race is finished, I'm now going to drive home, um, quick, quick kind of get in, get out, need to go, um, feed the dog, take the dog for a walk, um, and then I might take the dog to my parents' house so that, um, I can go meet a couple of buddies and potentially have a few cold Guinness later on. Um, look, that was good fun. It was, it was exactly what I wanted it to be. It was harder than training. Um, there was nerves. There was, you know, I'll be honest. There was talk of everybody, everybody's been doing their own thing during lockdown. You know, people are sharing this, that, and the other on social media. People are, people are fed. People are, you know, all these things. So there was, there was nerves about like, what's the reality? There was like a, there was an old reality um, four months ago where there was races and, and because there was plenty of races, you knew you knew who was fit, you knew who wasn't, etc., um, etc. Et and so 
really today was the first kind of opportunity to do a bit of a race, see see who's been talking more on social media than they than they've actually been training, um, etc. etc. And so there was I think there was a bit of confusion um, because two weeks ago you know I was going to pace um 30 minutes and and then obviously like i just said on the podcast once it became a race well then you know my brain um moves to moves to race mode and like i sort of explained i'm certainly not um i'm not a pacemaker um unless people want to pay me to, to and i don't i don't mean to be rude by that i just mean there's races like marathons and things like that. I'm not saying I never pace. Of course I do. Um, but today, today was different. Today was a, a good opportunity to go out there and um, see see what I could handle. Um, probably a, a little bit frustrating, and this is where the Garmin can like mislead you a little bit. But um, I basically went. Um, I, I averaged 437 or 438 per mile, which you know, should have been like 28.40 something. Um, according to my Garmin, I'd around 28.47. But this is where the Garmin um, sometimes can just lead you, lead you a bit astray. Um, because you know, I up until mile six on my Garmin, I went through mile six in 27.54, um, and you know, I had plenty of time to run the last 300 meters and break 29 minutes. Um, and then I crossed the line in, I think, 29.10. So, um, <clears throat> look, it is what it is. Um, I'm, I'm not my, – my Garmin told me 6.3 miles. I'll be curious to see what other people came in at. I wonder did others come in um, with the course, you know, maybe a little bit long. Um, but either way, it's a personal best. My PB is 29.14 from quite a long time ago i think you could be looking at nearly 10 years ago and so you know to run (coughs) i think from the first mile i ran the first mile in about 432 i it was i wanted to go hard you know i've been to victoria park i've ran 445 for the first mile and then i've gradually worked my way into a pretty hard tempo today the whole point was to to go pretty hard change things up a little bit, see how my body would respond to working pretty hard, et cetera, et cetera. And whether it was, whether it was a 28.50 performance, if my Garmin was right, or 29.10 based on the course, um, what the fuck does it matter? It was a good hard effort. It was harder than training. It tells me that, you know, the, the work that I've done, you know, I might have been quite negative on the podcast and, and, you know, struggled for a few weeks and had beers and had Guinness. And, but at the end of the day, there was a lot of cycling was done um, early in lockdown. There was a lot of really good hard training was done early in lockdown. And hopefully you can, you know, you can put a big X through the last four months and, and start looking at, you know, how you, how you potentially just move forward in uh, hypothetically, you know, pretty positive state of mind um, and not not be as stressed and, and, and not be as worried because, you know, that's not a bad starting point for um, anybody, you know. So I was about 29.10. I think second place was James Edgar, who was about 29.50 to 29.55, I believe. Um, I think that's a, a hefty PB for James, so, you know, really well done. 
Um, and, you know, I think a couple of other boys were, were really happy with how they went too. So um, as far as time trials go, that's not a bad one. Uh, I'm just pleased, whether the course was long or short or whatever, uh, I'm just pleased I was quicker than I bloody average around Victoria Park. Um, and, and, and it's not like the day that I averaged that around Victoria Park was, you know, before I had all the trouble with, like, like having done the mountain run and things like that. So um, it's nice for things to um, not be in a bad place, I suppose, is, is how you could look at it. And I'm probably being a bit... Like not that the words like like naive there, but I'm probably being a little bit um like hard on myself. You know, I probably actually did really good there today. Um, and you know, if 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 the if the Garmin was anything to go by, and I had around twenty eight forty seven, you know, I I'd be I'd be absolutely thrilled. Um, but look, even even to even to add in a little bit of competition, to add in somebody to shelter me from the wind on some of those laps, you know, if you add in like a little bit of a pacemaker, for example, for part of it, even for four or five K, and then you're left to do your own thing. I probably could have paced it a little bit better and not ran like four thirty pace for the first mile, for example. But you know, first race in a while, first ten K on the road in a long, long time. Um, you know, I was kind of excited and eager to just crack on. Um, so guys, if you if you race today and it went well, congratulations. If you raced today and it didn't go well, look, it's still a congratulations from me. And you're going to have to not beat yourself up. You're going to have to unwind the situation. You're going to have to look at what you've been doing in training, have a good... You know, one of my concerns was about the lack of S&C and the lack of yoga. And, um, you know, I had a little bit of a hip problem and I felt it in the warm-up. Um, I'm, I'm honestly not sure at this point. I called Jackie Newton last night, who's you know, high performance manager for Athletics Northern Ireland. And, and I told her I probably shouldn't race because my hip, you know, still isn't fantastic. She agreed. I told her I'd see how it felt today. I felt it in the warm-up. And I probably still shouldn't have raced. But, you know, I'm not, I'm not one to pull out of races like that. Like, I, I, was, I was excited about racing. And so um, I, I definitely thought it was a good thing to race. Um, but yeah, no, look, I, I, I obviously need to see the damage. Hopefully there isn't too much damage. Hopefully my body comes out of today okay. And um, fingers crossed for that anyway. Um, but look guys, it's been a, it's been quite a fucking ride. It's been a really interesting four months. It's been interesting for us all. I want to go back to if you didn't race well today, um, you know, write the result down on a piece of paper, rip it up, burn it, whatever the fuck you want to do. And, and, close the chapter of lockdown the last four months close it chapter closed and move on you know if you went good today pat in the back you you know you handled you handled lockdown pretty well but now you should be looking at moving forward how, how do you get even better how do you how do you improve even more and we can all always improve there's always little things to work on um but yeah there you go i probably should have done a slightly longer warm down um, but I was conscious it's the first time I've had to go home and uh, make sure that we dogs okay and um, so I got probably like half a mile okay and I'm also a bit worried about my my glute isn't in top form it has to be said um, and so I was a little bit worried about running a bit too much on it too and um, I, I actually don't know what's going on with that little bit of a glute it is a little bit concerning 
Um, but hopefully if that, if that can be given a chance to heal up, um, you know, fingers crossed things can, things can start to accelerate from here. Um, this is the first week that I've had some double runs and maybe that's what, you know, made the, made the glute flare up a little bit. Um, I'm, I'm not, I'm not totally sure. Um, but guys, look, I appreciate you listening. Sorry it's split into two. Um, this morning before the race, and then, you know, now I've just finished it off, haven't done the race. Sometimes I don't think that's a bad thing. Um, it'll be, I just had a banana and a little bit of a recovery drink. Um, it'll be home now. I believe I have a bit of dinner in the fridge from last night. Like, I think I have some spaghetti and stuff, and it's always important after a race to get a, a decent meal in within probably an hour of finishing. Um but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about today. I want to thank Athletics um, <coughs> Northern Ireland for getting a couple of boys excited and the Marathon Potential guys excited. And um, I obviously want to thank Championship Ireland and Glenn Grant specifically for the hard work that he put in. John Glover cycled the course to get the course um, ratified. He was, <laughs> he was complaining to me after because I was complaining about the length. Um, I, I certainly was not complaining about the length in a bad way, you know. Um, I think we just get a little bit attached to these garments and, um, you know, like if my garment's a little bit um, fast, I suppose you could say, then it made today even better because it means in the park, maybe I haven't been running 29.20 and 29.30, maybe I've been running more like 29.30 to 29.40 and so today then becomes like even better. But the result today didn't matter, you know, all that mattered was that you got out there you put in a solid hard effort. Now you can probably take a little bit of time. I might take a week slightly easier to let everything calm down. And then I might look and see if there is going to be a marathon this winter. And, you know, if there is, maybe where that could be and how I could perhaps train for that. Um, and then I also want to um, start having a little think about um, you know, how that training would look. And, and if there is no race, then could I potentially set up something to, to run a bit of a time trial or, or something like that? But today felt very in control until probably about mile five and a half. And then around about five and a half, the legs went a little bit wobbly. Um, but I'm sure if I were to sort of time trial like that again, um, whether I had competition or not, you know, I'm sure there's a, a 28 something. Um, sitting there quite nicely. Um, all right, guys. Yeah, thank you for listening. Congratulations, to everybody, to race today. If you are gearing up to race, you know, uh, a race like I just did today, whether it's in a time trial situation or whether it's small numbers on the start line, good luck. Um, and, you know, I hope everybody's good, safe. And, and the number one priority always should be health and happiness. You know, let's, let's look after number one. The number one is being being healthy and happy and going to bed at night in a, in a positive way. Like, I'm sure you guys, if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see that my, my good friend, Tommy Rivers, who, you know, has a big impact on a lot of runners in the running world, um, he, he's struggling right now. I think it's, it's a really bad, um, perhaps, case of COVID. He's on pretty much emergency breathing ventilator. You know, this guy's a, a guy who is a fucking warrior. You know, I called him a titan in my Instagram. He's... He's a guy that can go into the, the canyon and run for eight hours, ten hours, etc., etc., and, and it doesn't doesn't phase him, doesn't hurt him. 
um, and you know there he is on on the ventilating machine. So if you're listening and you didn't have a good day today, or you've not had a good couple of months, like and you can go to bed tonight with with the option to be happy. You know you're not on even if you are on a ventilator, or even if you are really struggling, you can still find hope. You can still find positivity. And a lot of us are guilty, myself included, um, times 100. I'm terrible for this. Just not being grateful for what's right in front of me, for what I have, you know. Um, I was out running last Sunday. I was in a really, really bad way, struggling mentally. And um, I, I ran past a couple of guys who I know, and I, I hope they listen, you know. Um, well, I was down around um, Cutter's Wharf, and, you know, guys were saying I was looking fit and, and hanging there. And, and I just, as I ran on, I just thought, you know, that's my people. That's the people that have my back. That's the people that want to see me be successful and want to see me do good. And it reminded me that I'm so lucky. I'm so lucky that so many people, when I don't support myself, so many people still have my back. And so many people, fuck me. You know how many people finished that race today and were more concerned about what time I ran than like what they ran? I, I, oh my God, it nearly brings me to tears. It's so nice. It's so kind. Um, and and this, is, this, is just a, this is just my wee dream. This is just something that, you know, running started for me a long time ago and it's developed and it's changed and it's moved in different directions. And, but it was just the kids, a kid, a family, a support team. It was all our dream, you know, my parents, my dad and and, and it's just developed and developed and developed, and then it becomes, you know, a professional thing and an Olympics thing. And look, it just started out as a kid who just wanted to run. Dad wanted him to run to stay out of fucking trouble. That was it. You know, that's how it started. It started because if I was at training, I wasn't out on the streets fighting. Um, and then it moves in all these different and amazing directions. So, look, I appreciate you all listening. I thank you again for you know, the continued support, and even when I don't support myself, you know, I, I, I really appreciate it, um, and, and I do hope you all have a, a blessed and, and lovely weekend. All right, take care. Bye-bye.